On today's Out of Play podcast, we are recapping the KBO, the Korean Baseball League. Yes, we've been live streaming it. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, we got the in play, out of play segment. We're going to recap the NFL schedule that was released, and we're going to do an island time segment. Y'all stay tuned, listen, subscribe. Let's get it. What is up, everybody? It is the Out of Play podcast. We are back, and it has been a wild Friday morning here um, for us three. We've been live streaming Korea, uh, KBO baseball. For people who don't know what that is, that's Korean baseball. And no, we're not just running the ESPN games. No, we we have dug deep into the league. We have been streaming four games at a time, back and forth. Um, this morning was insane, uh, with the bets. We... Instant classic. Instant I classic. Did, that was it. That KBO game, the Giants, and who do they play? The, uh, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever the Giants played today, that was an instant KBO classic. Like, yeah. dude, like, down 6-1, come back, tie it up at 8-8. Eight, like go to the bottom of the tenth and win a wild pitch, classic walk off wild pitch. It was insane. Not to mention, um, you know, Jake's high stakes on the game. Yeah, yeah had to had to had to put a little hundo on there. You know, make my morning interesting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what else am I gonna do? Not. Yeah, not do it. Yeah, not bet a hundred dollars on a Korean baseball league. <laughs> I couldn't see it. Hey, it worked. It worked. It worked. It worked. I mean, we all bet on that game, so that was good. That was good. We yeah. all won. Jake yeah. won a little more, but <laughs> you know, it was about time for that to happen. Anyway. Yeah, I was about to say. about to say. Speaking like from past outcomes, like you needed that one. You yeah, needed. You time. needed that one. Big time. I needed a win in my life right now. You know, some of the gambling <laughs> doesn't really go well. This win, it was big. It was really good for my morale. So things are looking good. Yep. So uh, just in case any the the guys the fans that have been in the live stream or listening or watching this podcast, I want to say shout out to Kenny, who's been dropping the factual bombs in the live chats. Uh, shout out Kobe Degenerate. I forgot your name. I feel bad for him. I think it's Jason something. Corral. Uh, Jason. Yeah. Shout out you. Um, fuck you, Adam. Yeah, fuck you, Adam. Yeah, no, I like you, Adam, dude. You're the boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it has been great, and we're going to keep doing those. We are having a great time with the KBO. But we're let, let's talk a little KBO uh, for a little bit before we move to in-play, out-of-play, and then we talk NFL schedule. Uh, so we've been – what we've me and Ryan have watched three days of it. Uh, Jake's been watching two days of it. What are we thinking so far? I mean, are we – so we were talking about this before. Are we Giants fans now after today? Gotta be. You gotta I, be Giants yeah. fans. I think we have to be, right? We gotta be Giants fans. I mean, they just yeah, like logo in the back. So yeah, they they pulled back the comeback of the century. Like 
like of the KBO. Like I mean, dude, like we were tossing up teams, like who we're gonna be fans of riding. But when you like have a comeback like that, you have a guy like Big Boy in there. Yeah, like, you got you gotta take the Giants. I'm I'm all Giants. Oh yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. Big boy, huge. We gotta get some big boy jerseys, uh, specifically in like triple XLs, and uh, <laughs> not not have like the hieroglyphics on the back. Like actually make it say big boy triple XL yeah. uh, Giants jersey. Need that. Need that so, bad actually. Need so, it so bad. Yeah. What would um? What would we be if the Giants lost today? Though that's the question. Uh. Well, this. Where were we leaning? If you had to pick somebody today, I was, I was looking at the Bears, but I wasn't really sold on the Bears because they won it last year. I was like, I don't really want. Wait, did they? Yeah, they won it last year. Okay. So I didn't really want to be that guy just hopping on the bandwagon. So true. I I was leaning towards like Eagles, like one of those teams, like you know, like not the best, like a middle tier team, like can upset it, like. They'll definitely be in the playoffs, but they'll be a last seed team. What I've gathered through like four days of KBO baseball, like shit could change real quick. <laughs> but, uh, also, like I mean, the Dinos, dude, like they're they're a lineup. The Dinos look electric. Like they're like, they still might be scoring runs right now. They really may be. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, you got to take over anytime the Dinos are playing. Like, they're putting up 10 runs a game. So, like, I was either leaning those two, but after the big Giants win, after taking the money line, like, I there's, I have to follow the Giants. I have to be a fan of them. After that big comeback win, you know, like, winning us some money, got to be a Giants fan, and we're Giants fans with our boy Kenny. Yeah. So, there I we really go. Love you, Kenny. I can't express it enough. He's a good guy. So let's, uh, you know, I don't really know. I, I thought we were going to be able to talk about KBO baseball. Then I started thinking, really, like, what all do we know? So if you guys just want to move on, we can hit the end play out of play unless you guys got something else about the KBO. <laughs> Let me think. I mean, dude, honestly, like, to the fans, like, if you haven't reached out to the KBO, like, I understand it's no MLB. Like, it's, it's a second tier. It's like – it's like watching double A, triple A ball, but like it is actually like it's sports. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. it's just like the act of getting back into sports, like embedding like live like you're like really just you're the in betting. the game. Yeah, you're in the game and you have something to root for. Maybe it's that. But like it is actually a decent run lead. Like these pitchers are no scums. Like they they throw like I've seen guys throw ninety four, ninety five. Like Ryu came out of this league. Like mm-hmm. a potential Cy Younger came out of this league. He's made millions of dollars in MLB. There's good players in there, and it, it's a good reach for players who don't have success in MLB to find their ways. Like Eric Thames, who played for the Alliance a couple years ago, won MVP, went forty for forty. Like. It's a good league. It's entertaining. And according to the comments in the live stream, it gets even better with the fans in there because they're more interactive. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's something in this league. And just being invested for like, a couple of streams, I'm telling you, I'm keeping up with the KBO league now. Mm-hmm. The KBO league is part of my life now. It is. It is. Right. I, have, I have to keep up with it. <laughs> That's my monologue on the KBO. I don't really have anything to add to KBA. I've kind of <laughs> said my sense. Uh, but 
you know, Giants fan for life starting now. I will reevaluate I'll reevaluate that in like a week when they lose all that money that I won this week when I lose it on one bet for them this week. Maybe have to re uh, choose my alliance. But uh for now, yeah, definitely Giants. Uh okay. so Ryan, was was this the league you were talking about that had the robot fans? That was Japanese, wasn't it? No, that was a uh, Taiwan league. Okay, I didn't know because today we saw some cardboard fans at one of the games, um, right behind home plate. That was that was pretty crazy. Which looked like like not real fans, but like they kind of threw you off there. Like if you're just looking from the pitcher's point of view, like like I mean, like it looked like there were fans in the seat, like. <laughs> Kind of low key. I wonder what that's like when you're pitching and you just look and you just see 150 cardboard cutouts just sitting right in there. That has to like <laughs> mess with your head a little bit. Yeah, and like I bet they, I bet some of the faces are like, "Fuck you!" Like, like. Oh. Yeah, they should. They should make them be able to chirp the pitchers. Like, you suck. Yeah, dude. KBO, like. I mean, like, it's in play, like, early in play. Like, definitely pay attention to the KBO. The KBO is a good league to follow. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to hit in play, out of play, and then we're going to hit uh, talk some NFL schedule. Um, Ryan, what are you hitting on your in play? Let me pull it up real quick. Um, most of y'all know the uh, – I'm pulling some Game of Thrones real quick. Uh, you know the mountain from Game of Thrones? Uh, he just became like the world record and deadlift. Let me see what he he like deadlifted so many pounds. Uh, yeah. It it's was like, like a, it's like eleven hundred pounds. Yeah. I watched it when I was at work. Yeah, like dude went off. Yeah, like he um, it, the total was eleven of five. He deadlifted eleven of five, which is a deadlift world record, mm. which is just insane. The dude. Dude's huge. Like whenever he was in Game of Thrones, he was massive. I knew he was like a, like a, like a big, like heavy, like weight trainer. And like that's just insane. The dude's massive too. Like that's definitely my in play. Just dude, just imagine lifting up eleven hundred and five pounds. Dude, I wonder how he felt like sliding the five pound weight on there at the yeah. end. Like not eleven hundred, eleven oh five. Not gonna go eleven ten though. You know the last guy who did it, like the guy he broke his right the the guy before him that had the record. It was that video of the guy who lifted it and he started like bleeding out of his nose like internally. That was the record? Yeah, that was the record. And you know that guy ended up like like in the hospital and like all this shit after he like he lifted. That's a ton. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like, uh, and he won World's Strongest Man in 2018, the Mountain Dead. So, like, the dude's just a certified beast. I mean, I, his name is Thor. I feel like you have to, like, when your name's Thor, you have just have to be a beast. Oh, yeah. You it don't really have an option. Yeah. Like, if you're some skinny, like, 150, 150-pound guy, like, with the name, name of Thor. Thor. Nah, no, that doesn't happen. Dude, people are automatically not going to like you. What they should do after that is like, all right, now lift the bar. Like after you just do eleven hundred pounds of that, now like just lift the bar and just see like, because like I feel like after you do a heavy weight of that and you do like a very light weight, like you're just like, what the fuck, you know? Like it just kind of catches you off guard. But like that was pretty dope, I thought. Yep. All right, Jake, what's your in play? 
my in play is Nick Cage. Um, I know we all know who Nick Cage is. I mean, watch all the National Treasure movies growing up. Instant classics. I mean, uh, what's in the what's in the box? What's in the box? I don't know the name of that movie off the top of my head. I can't think of it. Classic. Uh, well, rumors this week have been that there's going to be a Tiger King movie, and Nick Cage is going to play the role of Joe Exotic, which I think is about perfect. I mean, I can't really. I mean, just like look at the face. Like, I mean, you just like. Put put like a blonde wig on there. Get the goatee going. Get some like a couple years of heroin like on that face. And I mean, you got Joe Exotic. But also, I just saw this earlier while uh, while we were streaming KBO. There's rumors that there's going to be a uh, National Treasure new movie coming out, and there's supposed to be a Disney Plus TV show of National Treasure. I don't really. I probably won't ever watch the TV show. I mean, I may give it a watch. But uh, yeah, Nick Cage definitely in play. It's been a big week for Nick Cage. Is he starring in the Disney Plus show too? Or no, like... Disney. The Disney Plus show, like what it said was, it was going to be like a much younger cast. So I wouldn't imagine that he, that he would fit in that. No, he definitely he's old as hell. Yeah, but do you can't. I mean, I feel like you can't really have National Treasure without sort of having Nick Cage in there, at least as yeah. like. Uh, outside character like maybe like somebody's dad i don't know he doesn't have kids he's too busy finding treasure and getting booty true <laughs> true oh man well my in play is uh i know y'all have been seeing this on twitter it's uh the murder hornet the murder hornet yeah um that's it yeah, you're this, in this thing looks vicious the murder hornet is, I mean, I've been seeing videos of, you know, like, things just having to attack it. Like, I saw a video of, like, over a thousand bees, like, just, like, luring this thing in and just going crazy. And I just, I, like, you know, we're in, we're in a time where the internet is, like, giving just, like, random stuff to us and, like, just feeding us out and we're just, like, making it trend. But this murder hornet, I have no clue where it is, but... It seems like it's a badass because it it makes everything go. It's making everybody go crazy. Um, it's making people freak out that have probably never seen a murder hornet or probably never will. Um, it's it makes it makes it it takes like a thousand bees to kill it. Um, and it it's a murder hornet. That's kind of just a badass name. I'm just to be honest. Murder hornet. Do you think that they could they could make like a B movie too about the the uh, oh. the bumblebees attacking the murder hornets the oh. battle Spoons I'm watching out. a video right now of a praying mantis eating a murder hornet oh dude that praying mantis fucks that hornet up it eats his head dude like, like the murder hornets like they could like that's a threat I, dude <laughs> I, like I, I saw where like honeybees like like they could attack the honeybees and like they could just kill the the honeybee population, you know. Yeah, be wouldn't be good. Yeah. To add in, in the COVID and just like and then just boom, like here you go. Here's some murder hornets too. By the way, like hey man, like, oh, man, it's 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's the year of demise. It's in play though. It is. It's definitely in the play of what's going on. It's it's yeah yeah it is <laughs> in play yeah, yeah. could be could be out of play too. 
It uh, could one, be. One could argue that it is out of play. I argued whether it could have been out of play, but I think with how much attention it's getting, it's it's in play. Like it's in the it's in the news. It's in play. I'm. I'm... And yeah, it's murder, 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 murder hornet. Anything play. that's as dominant as a murder hornet to the insect life, I gotta give it its props. True. All right, Ryan. What's your out of play? Uh, do y'all know who Alex Jones is? Alex yeah. Jones. Well, the other day he was saying like that he would eat his neighbors. And, like he wouldn't let like I, I guess he was thinking like worst case scenario of like food supply ran low. He would literally like murder his neighbors and would eat them. Like he said, he's not letting his kids starve. Like. You kill his neighbors and all that, and I'm just like, that is out of play. That is very, very weird to say. It's a weird take. Maybe like he had a different like spill on it, meaning that like he would do anything for his kids. But like to be a cannibalism man, like I feel like that you have to be out of play there. <laughs> the yeah. Alex Jones is like the weirdest fucker like in the world. So that, that like plays right up his alley. Yeah, he's yeah, I'll really eat, weird. I'll eat my neighbor. I'll eat my neighbor for my family. What will you do for yours, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm being a cannibal. Like, uh, I was just like kind of appalled whenever I saw that. I was like, oh my God. Hey, man. You got to get it how you live. Yeah, facts. Uh, for my out of play, um, I have incest on my out of play. Uh, over the weekend, Earl Thomas and his loving wife Nina Thomas um, was busted. He was busted uh, cheating on her, but it wasn't just that uh, that really got my attention. Because I mean, we see stories of professional athletes cheating on their wives like constantly. But uh, so apparently, Earl's brother came and picked him up from the house and left, and then his wife tracked him on Snapchat uh, <laughs> to. Uh, oh, so I asked. To a gotta go, she goes in there with a nine millimeter gun and it's Earl Thomas and his brother laying naked on the bed with three, three or four naked women also with them. And she proceeds to start chasing him around with a pistol. And then I don't know how the pistol got out. I don't, I don't know. They know all the uh, details, but when it ended, like when the cops got to the motel, uh, he she was chasing him around with a knife around his car and then earl thomas got asked a question about it and he just said oh i mean shit happens so <laughs> I, mean, I guess earl thomas life is a little bit more hectic than ours if that's just you know think things happen it'll be all right we'll uh, we'll figure it out but yeah incest out of play i don't think it's cool to be in, naked in bed with your brother i would so have far, to agree yeah so far Cannibalism and incest are out of play. Yeah. <laughs> you guys definitely got me beat on the out of plays here. Because uh, my out of play is Jay Cutler's now ex-wife. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're getting the divorce, but there's an uh, article that came out and said that he she was divorcing Jay Cutler because he was lazy and unmotivated. Okay, well, here's the thing. First of all, if you've ever watched Jay Cutler's career, you kind of probably should have already known that. <laughs> that he was pretty lazy and unmotivated. I mean, you are you are his wife. You probably should have known. Anyone that. knows it. Yeah, she should. Yeah. So, and second, 
I mean, dude, the guy made like over a hundred million dollars. Like, what do you like? And he's not playing the in the NFL. Like, you what? Do you think he just is like fiending to get out there and do stuff now? He wasn't trying to do stuff when he was in the league. You think he's gonna start doing stuff when he's out? I mean, this just kind of seemed like a, a stupid headline, in my opinion. I think it's super out of play. To first of all, come out and call him out like that. Like, what? I I don't agree with putting your divorce business just out on the out on the out in the out in the world like that. Hey, I mean, bitches be tripping, dog. Yeah. <laughs> do anything for clout, man. I saw something that she wanted like five million dollars out of Jay Cutler so she could buy a mansion. Uh, when they got divorced, and so he froze all their accounts and like disconnected her name from all his accounts and everything. So and t- he t- also it ended with he told her to get a job. Nice. Oh, uh, talk about lazy and unmotivated. Yeah, well, that dude, like he was in the NFL for I mean, how many years? I mean, like, you you can't like yeah, I mean his place. I mean place. You mean Jay Color's Jay Color? I mean like what you were just saying. But you're not in the NFL for that long without having a little bit of drive. And, and he went through his entire career. He made $113 million. And if he wants to retire and lay at home at his in his $100 million mansion with his wife and kids, then by all means, dude. I mean, I don't understand how she can actually be upset with him being lazy when he just got done with his NFL career. Like, that's what you're supposed to do in this thing. Like, all right, yeah, you play football for a while, make a lot of money, and then you don't do anything for the rest of your life. You sit in your uh, in your living room and you watch TV and you complain about something and you tweet a lot. That's that's what happens when you're a retired NFL quarterback. And I just think she needs to get a grip on that. Yeah. Facts. Just be happy with the money, man. He's he had he had bankroll. I don't understand. Like if he wants to sit around and lounge all day, just go right ahead. She Get just seems job. like kind of the bitch that's like, I just need new dick. Yeah, probably. She, 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 she won't for another Jay Cutler. Team Cutler. Yeah. All right. So from the out of NFL to in the NFL. Um, the NFL schedule was released last night. We just want to start. I just want to start off by saying the Falcons got the hardest schedule based on projections. And if you just kind of look at the schedule, it doesn't look easy. Um, there was a lot of um, a lot of headlines. The, the Raiders got like four or five primetime games. The Cowboys, as all the Cowboys, only have we said it earlier. What three? Three one o'clock, one o'clock games. The so rest are all. At um, least 425. But, I mean, guys, what is? let's start off with just the biggest takeaway from the NFL, from what you all saw last night. Mine is just still, like, what I was reiterating with the Cowboys. I mean, like, it doesn't matter if they go 3-13. and 13, They're still going to have so many primetime games. I get, like, they're the biggest market on the biggest market team. But, like, come on. Like, they, dude, they didn't make the playoffs last year. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, they, they fumbled the bag. They started off 3-0, and oh, played some weak teams, and then ended 5-8. and eight. They had a chance to go to the playoffs, choked, and then we then the league still gives them all these primetime games. Like, I don't understand that. Like, if it's based off primetime games or based off, like, teams in the, past, in the playoffs in the past year and teams that are good, like, I mean, I'm not saying the Cowboys aren't good and not a playoff t- caliber team, but like, come on, you got to hold some standard to it. I mean, the Falcons went seven and nine, finished six and two, 
and we're one of the better teams in the NFL at the end of the year, and they still we get skinned alive. We have no primetime games. I, I just find like sometimes the scheduling is unfair. Yeah, and it's going to be it's such a tired excuse. Like any Cowboys fan or anyone that's going to try and defend them having 13 of their 16 games like in some sort of primetime slot, it's just going to say, oh, it's America's team, America's team. Well, I mean, it's not like who gives a fuck anymore? Like it's 2020. You can watch every game. It's not like back in the day when uh, everyone watched the Braves because it was on TBS and it was all mm-hmm. you could watch. Like this is a completely different, different day and age. Like the Cowboys, they're not good. They may be good this year. They got CD Lamb. If Dak comes back, uh, if he is able, ever able to sign that tender, you know maybe they can be good. But we were saying the same thing last year, and Ryan, you just said it. They were in a spot last year to win the East. All they had to do was beat Carson Wentz and just the band of misfits at all the skill positions that they because all the injuries that they had, and they couldn't do it. So I don't, yeah, I, I don't really get why they're going to reward that with 13 primetime games. But uh, like, just go ahead and looking at the schedule, a couple games that I'm most looking forward to. Uh, first game of the year, Texans Chiefs. I think that'll be a good one. Uh, going back to the divisional last year, Texans were up 24 nothing, blew mm-hmm. it to the Chiefs. That that one should be good. Uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens are playing uh, this year. Uh, Monday Night Football, that'll be awesome. Uh, expect a lot of fireworks out of that. But I did see somebody saw uh, that the Ravens uh, have the easiest schedule in the NFL next year. How fucked is that? They're, yeah, they're well, about to go 4 so two again. has the hardest schedule based on like last year's record? The, the Patriots. Patriots. Uh, that's, that, that's rough, too, because like, it, it just depends how Stoneham folks in that system. But like Belichick is, he's got a task for sure. He's ready. He's ready to prove prove everybody wrong for sure. You think you think Bill Belichick like is just licking his chops, like thinking about like, oh, dude, I'm gonna get Stidham throwing, dude, running this offense so like Brady, like it's just gonna look the exact same. Like it's just gonna look the exact same. We're gonna win 11, 12 games, and everyone should, and the the Bucks are gonna win like nine. Or ten, and everybody's just gonna realize that I was the reason. Well, he has to have some trust in Stenham. If he didn't draft a quarterback this draft, and didn't pick up like an Andy Dalton or a Cam Newton here, like he has to have some trust in Stenham. Maybe it's just like him trying to prove to Brady that it's more of a system than we know. If he can win with Stenham, then maybe it's just part of like his winning culture. But then again, like, do like, I, I don't know. They have a lot of primetime games too, which like, it'd be, I'll, I'll be eager to see how the Patriots rebound. And then again, like they do play in like a weaker division. So like, even though the Bills are on the come up and they can definitely win that division next year, like I still think the Patriots are the team to beat, even with Stenham at quarterback. Well, every single one of the quarterbacks in their division now is under 23. Like, it's just a lot of inexperienced quarterbacks in that division now that just lost Tom Brady, which is very ironic. Um, uh, Ryan Clark on the show last night picked the Buccaneers to go 11-5. and five. I just like, think that's absurd. Yeah, I think uh, I, mean, I think I'd go a little bit lower. I mean, I could maybe see 10-6, and 9-7. 
Eleven and five. I mean, that's only one game difference. So I mean, I guess I could potentially see that happening. But he has them starting uh, seven and one, and then losing uh, four of their last eight. Yeah, losing four of the last eight games. I can probably see right now. Has the Falcons beating them? Yeah, it's a Falcons beating them, and and one of them in Atlanta, and then last game of the year, the Falcons losing. I can promise you right now, the Bucks are not going 11-5. I'm still not high on their train. I see it best they go 9-7. I just, I know what they've like, they've acquired through free agency and like what they've done this offseason, which is a good offseason. I'm just still not sold on them. Um, I I could see them going eight and eight, dude. Like I like I just think. Yeah, you can acquire all this talent. We've seen it before. Like the Eagles did it a couple years ago. Like it doesn't matter because like the Bucks have no winning culture. You know, they have no winning culture. Last time they won has been over thirteen years. Like you, like the franchise has to promote winning. It just doesn't take a little few players to change it around. Like you have to have that presence of, you know, being a winning franchise. And I, I don't think they have it. That's why I'm not sold on it. Now if they go out there and win, then prove me wrong. Then like I'm wrong, but like I would bet a large amount of money that they don't win that division or like make the playoffs. Like even like now that we have the seventh seed, they could like teams could squeeze in there now with the nine and seven, like, and like that. But I still don't like the box. Yeah, I still think it's a Saints division. Yeah. Sadly. It'll be interesting week Sadly, one. Yeah. Week one, uh Brady versus Breeze. I think one of the big I think one of the biggest takeaways from the schedule is there's a Christmas game. There's a Christmas game when the Christmas is on a Friday. And it's the Vikings at the Saints, four thirty. How that's awesome. That's just that so awesome. awesome. That, that's there's a great football game. Christmas. I Dude, just, I didn't. I completely missed that. That's that's awesome. We're gonna have Christmas football and Christmas basketball. Oh yeah, it's gonna be an awesome hot. day. Well, Kirk Cousins said last night, like they were talking about the schedule. And he came on live and he was like, "I haven't played on a Friday game since um, high school." So like, yeah. I, I, I and the Vikings have loaded up in this draft. They have like fifteen draft picks and they're ready to roll. It'd be uh, and also just like the history there in the playoffs with the Minnesota Miracle, and then last year with the uh, was it, it went to OT right? Yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with the Kyle Rudolph touchdown, that little controversial push off or whatever. Be interesting to see what uh, happens in that game. That's one game I'm looking forward to. Also, I think uh, <clears throat> that the. Um, Thanksgiving night game, Ravens Steelers, because I think Steelers are going to be a good bounce back team this year, especially if Big Ben can stay healthy. With that defense, that's a good game to look forward to too. Yeah, I expect yeah. a big year from the Steelers. Definitely a bounce back. Yeah, I hey, mean, once I've... once they got um, fuck, why am I blanking on his name from Miami? Uh, that Mika. defense back. Yeah, once I mean once they got Minka Fitzpatrick, dude, their defense went. It was already pretty decent, and they went to being one of the best units in football. Like Minka had like four pick sixes last year in the nine weeks that he played uh, with uh, the Steelers. No, yeah, no, he was he was definitely more than worth that first round pick they gave up for him. I mean, he went 
awful. I, got, I mean, I got a friend who's a Steelers fan who like went crazy over Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, just they they love him out there in Pittsburgh. And that defense was nasty. I mean, the, do you guys realistically like not realistically, but like, do you guys think this is the like Big Ben's gonna come back and like let's say like throw over four thousand yards again or you know? Yeah, I think so. Well, I'm See, not that's just such a hard now. that's such a hard question though, Big Ben. Because I mean, when's the last time he's been healthy for you know the better part of an entire year? I mean, that's still when it was the the he three plays games. every game, man. I mean, but he didn't play what like three games last year. Came back, got hurt in like a quarter, le- left the rest of the year. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like, I just wouldn't count on Big Ben. The only way Big Ben is sitting out a game is like if he sustains injury where he cannot play, like he did last year. Like he gets injured, but like he always seems to like come back. He'll play through injury. Like I'm just. Big Ben can still play at like a level now. I like Big Ben's like physical shape. I don't know what he's been doing. I know he looks like he's saw, from like, Castaway with his beard. Like it's just come complete, just mm-hmm. lost on an Wait, island. He, he wasn't gonna shave it until he could throw a football or whatever. I do. I don't know. I just I. The Steelers have it, dude. Like they have a Super Bowl ready defense. Like and mm-hmm. then they get a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Ready back, and then they got good enough weapons around them. Resign Antonio I, Brown. Yeah, like and the, I, I just think also like I think the Ravens are down for it, like a little like decline. I I just think teams will figure out uh, Lamar Jackson a little bit here in this in his third year now. Uh, I don't know. I I think like the Steelers are a big sleeper team, like. They could easily go 10-6, 11-5, make some noise in that AFC. Mm-hmm. One big thing about the schedule, I really like the Thursday night schedule this year. Um, if you guys haven't looked at I me, mean, like Jake said earlier, I mean, week one is Houston to Kansas City. Um, week two is the Bengals-Browns. So we'll get Burrow versus um, Baker in week two on Thursday night. I mean, that'll... That's exciting. Dolphins, Jags, and next week. So you got two on Thursday night. Um, I mean, just some really good matchups here. Um, the, obviously, our Falcons are playing the Panthers. Um, it's just the Cowboys play the Ravens on Thursday night. I mean, it's, I've, I'm really liking a lot of these matchups. Um, I mean, the Thursday, you look at Sunday night. I mean, I just like the night games. I like, I like a lot of them. Just the way they're looking. As of now, obviously things are going to change. Teams are going to be like having a bad record. But like right now, you just kind of look at them. They look like they're all just, it's kind of the same teams. But I mean, it still, this looks like it's going to be a bunch of prime time, like a really good like matchups. Like, I'm really hoping, I'm hoping that the uh, Ravens and Chiefs game is going to be a lot like the uh, Chiefs um, Rams game a couple years ago. That was like, Oh, 55 yeah. to 52 uh, that yeah. was probably the most fun i've ever had watching a game yeah like what they it was the highest like the Falcons. oh yeah and it was it came right after the falcons got their ass kicked in uh in new orleans so i mean i was already a little a little down but i i, I expect that that's that'll that's my early prediction for game of the year 
Um, I'm sure a lot of other people would be taking that too, though. So. Mm-hmm. Well, if I had to pick, like, game of the year, and that's tough. I will say the funniest thing is week 16 for Sunday Night Football, it's the Titans and the Packers. All right, well, the Packers are going to be out of playoff contention. and Really? You don't think the Packers are making the playoffs? Dude, I don't know. I I can't. I, I think the Vikings will win the division. Um, I, I, I don't know. The Packers are the weirdest team in football. I just think after the Jordan Love thing, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Aaron Rodgers reacts and see how he does this year. Yeah, like, I just think, like, the Packers, especially last year, 13-3, and like, I think they had a favorable schedule, and, like, they won some games strictly just, like, that defense was really good last year, but like I, you saw it in the NFC Championship. Like they're they're not. I don't want to call them yeah. fake team because they made it Fraud. that far. But like, they're a little fraudulent. They're a little fraudulent. Yeah. You can say it. They're 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 they're, they're, they're a fraud team. They're, I don't think they got what it takes, especially the draft. They didn't address anything. They're definitely building for the future, and. And like the Vikings did though. Like the Vikings had fifteen draft picks. They. They filled some holes. They got some weapons. Like they replaced Stephon Diggs, who had like who had a big contract. Now they get Justin Jefferson, who was a beast in college. You put him in that offense. Like I, 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 I think I would favor the Vikings in this business because we're the Packers, and you get the Bears with their defense, and now with a quarterback in Nick Foles, you can throw the ball more than thirty yards. Like they're the, the division is going to be tough for them to repeat. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing I would say is just like if you go off like history, like the Packers just kind of own that division. You know what I mean? Like the past decade or so, like it just I don't know. They just always find a way to like, you know, beat out everyone in the division, especially the Vikings. The Vikings can't really get past that. You know, the Packers, you know, holding a grip on them. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look at another primetime game, like 49ers, Cowboys on Sunday night. That that that'd be a good game. Just two big franchises going at it. What do you think uh, the 49ers are doing this year? Uh, dude, well, like they have a hard schedule too. And the thing about that is, like, when you're coming off a Super Bowl, like, do people? Teams want to beat you just to say, like, okay, we beat the Super Bowl runner-up or we beat the Super Bowl team, like, and they're going to play their best. So, like, it's going to be tough. Like, I don't see, like, them going 13-3 and they play in a tough division with the uh, Seahawks who could easily been, who could have easily won that division if it wasn't, if wasn't for that last play that we all saw in Week 17. Yeah. So I, I think it would be tough for them to repeat, and you would think the Rams are going to get better. Like, and also, dude, the Cardinals are building something over there. They get yeah, like what the Cardinals are doing. Hop, he drafted Isaiah Simmons. There's a lot of talent over there in in Arizona. Well, with now the. Uh, extra team put in the playoffs like there's a chance where every team in the division like is very unlikely but every team in the division could make the playoffs and that's one of the 
that's one of the divisions where I could see, like, I could see the Cardinals kind of like it's in the way because Kyler's legit. They add a weapon for him. They still have Larry Fitz. Kenyon Drake was really good for him late. They, mm-hmm. I, at, like, the defense is, they had Chandler Jones, like, and then uh, they draft Isaiah uh, Simmons. I think, um, I think they can make some moves, dude. Like, that's going to be a good division to watch. Oh, it's you could make the argument it's the it's the best in football. I mean, uh, there's a couple. Uh, I mean, maybe the AFC North. I think the AFC maybe. South is right there with them. Like, I mean, yeah, it's well, like especially now. Play. I've always thought the South has been really good, and especially now that you add Brady into the mix. Yeah, it's but I mean, you get like, Brady, Breeze, Ryan. I just don't really see the Rams regressing again this year because I mean, just think about it. Two years ago at this time. Everyone was trying to hire the next Sean McVay. I mean, that was yeah. the everyone was trying to be like the Rams. They'd be like the Rams, without the Rams. Yeah, and then they have one year where they kind of slide a little bit, and a lot of people are selling the Rams. I'm they've not, been kind of they've been kind of cleaning house though a little bit. They, well, I mean, it's 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 a weird situation in there because they have so many contracts that they had to do. They had to they paid uh, Todd Gurley all that money. They paid Jared Goff. They had to get a ridiculous deal for Aaron Donald. They paid Brandon Cooks a shit ton. I mean, they traded him now. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, like they, yeah, when they when they traded they traded what like three first round picks to to pick up Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I mean their first pick, pick of the draft was Dalvin Cook, who I think could just fit really well in there. Like their O line, like I have questions there. Their O line, and like you know, golf has to like pick up like some slack. He's got to take that extra step because he regressed yeah. a good bit from last year. But I mean, like still at the end of the day, the Rams are going to be a competitive team. Like it's a competitive division, and they're, I don't see them going anywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good little wrap up of uh schedule, what we're thinking. It's always fun to talk football. But we're gonna wrap out the show with some the Island Times segment, today's topic, T V shows. All right guys, so we're we're dropping off the plane, but we get our like a fat flat screen with us. Um we're chilling and we get, you know, Netflix is broken down and you only get one show. Well, what are you? What are you? What are you? What are you going to be binging the whole time you're on that island? Ooh. So, do I want to go like comedy route? Because if I go that way, I could go maybe Friends, The Office, Parks and Rec. I mean, there's so many options. I could go drama route. Maybe get a Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. Oh man, this is tough. I was thinking Thrones, but the only the reason why like I wouldn't go that is because like season eight's such a piece of shit, and I know yeah. like how it ends. And like, I mean, like me personally, like I wouldn't go Netflix route if I'm able to go HBO. I'm going no, comedy. No, it doesn't have to be Netflix. You can. Just, right. I was just I'm, go- I'm going Eastbound and Down, dude. Give me Danny McBride. There's some great five seasons of television right there, and make you laugh. It's got a good storyline to it. Guy trying to make it back to the league. Uh, it, there's boobs in there. Like it's pretty. It, it's a funny ass show. If you haven't watched Eastbound Down, that's easily one of my favorite shows of all time. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and go give Jake a little time to still make a decision. For me, it would be the league. 
I was thinking about this, you know, like Jake said, I was, you know, friends, office, all that type of stuff. But if anybody's ever watched the league, uh, that that's a good seven, eight seasons of television. Um, you know, fantasy talk, fantasy football, but with a huge spin on it. Uh, you got if you have if you've watched it, you know, Taco is hilarious. Just getting stoned, doing stupid shit as like a 34 year old adult, but making so makes a deal with Mark Cuban in one of the episodes. He gets rich. Just all these guys, all these thirty to forty year olds, like being perverted as hell, talking talking fantasy football every year, which is kind of what I see us doing in at thirty to forty, still like doing a league and like just being the same people. Hopefully, so, yeah. So if I'm if I'm stranded, I'm watching the league. I I I wish it was still on Netflix. I'd be I'd be still watching it to this day. All right, so I've come to a consensus. Um. I decided on Breaking Bad. I'm going to go with Breaking Bad. I think it's, if you really think about it from season one to the last episode, it might be the best show of all time. Truly. I, how, it's my favorite show of all time. Yeah. I, I mean, just, they, it, ne- it only gets better throughout. Like that, not many shows can wrap up as clean as Breaking Bad did. Like, just with, 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 it's zooming out of Walt in the meth lab dying and blues that blues. Uh, what is it? That's that song. Uh, is it, I'm just going to call it blue sky, but you know, that song that's playing, uh, when it's just fading away, just absolutely perfection. Uh, and then the El Camino that they did afterwards was really good. Can't bring that one though. Cause it's only the show. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with breaking bad. I'm gonna go with the goat. Good choices. We, I mean, we nailed that one. That yeah, was, I think that we was a good topic. Fuck that in the ass. There's <laughs> of, yeah, there's a lot of good shows out there that you can bring. Yep. All right, well, guys, that was a good one. Um, for, hopefully, we've got some people that were on that live stream today watching this on the YouTube, listening to it on Spotify, or Apple. We are we've been having some fun with the KBO. We are tired. Um, yeah, I'm about to get up to sleep. Yeah, we we've been up since five, and I'm dead. We're exhausted, but uh, any last words before we wrap it out, boys? Uh, make sure you're still washing your hands. <laughs> um, uh, Just because you can't go out doesn't mean you should go out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Especially to all our older listeners, if you're uh, uh, over 65, uh, <laughs> I advise you to stay inside. Please, Mama, don't be going out shopping and everything. I know you get a little bored inside, but just stay. We're getting better. The country's getting closer. All right. The, Don't the, kill yourself because you want the some The curve cheese. is flattening. The, the curve, curve is starting flattening. to flatten. The curve is starting to flatten. All righty. Well, for Ron, for Jake, this is Garrison. Out of Play Podcast signing out. Love you guys. Peace, Peace out.